main thoroughfare, the words Café Ferraglio in neon tubing glowed through the fog. His hesitation was only momentary. He turned right and crossed to the café. He found a table near one of the heating stoves and ordered a café latte and a strega. The spirit he drank at a gulp. Then he took an envelope from his pocket dropped his hands below the level of the tabletop and drew a thick roll of 100 lira notes from it. He counted them carefully. There were 25 and transferred them to a wallet. Then he drank his coffee, paid the waiter and went. The fog was thickening. Now it lay in patches so that at one moment he picked his way cautiously along the side of the pavement while at the next he was able to step out briskly. A crowd pouring out of a cinema jostled him and he turned down a side street to avoid them. He was going in the direction of the Monte di Pietà quarter in which he lived. As, at last, he crossed the Corso Venezia to turn down the Via Monte Napoleone, he saw a black saloon car drawn up by the curb. But there were other cars about and he took no notice of it. It was not until he was threading his way through the network of streets behind the public gardens that he noticed that the car seemed to be following him. He could hear it whining along in low gear just behind him and see the yellow glare of its headlights through the fog. He walked on, telling himself that the driver had probably missed the way. Then it happened. The fog had lifted for a few yards ahead. He stepped into the road to cut off a corner. A fraction of a second later, the car accelerated violently, Jerking round quickly, he saw it swing over towards him. The headlights grew suddenly larger, blinding him. He shouted and tried to jump clear. The next moment, the car hit him. He felt a terrible pain shoot through his legs up to his waist and a second shock as he hit the ground. For a moment he lay still. He was dimly aware that he was lying across the curb. He tried to raise himself. Then the pain surged up to his chest and there was a thin, high singing noise in his head. He knew that he was losing consciousness and he put up a hand to grasp the wallet in his pocket. It was his last conscious movement. The car had stopped several yards farther on. A man got out of the seat next to the driver, walked back and, bending down, thumbed back one of the injured man's eyelids. Then he returned to the car. Sta bene? said the driver. No, he is still alive. Go back and make certain. The driver shifted the gear into reverse, peered through the rear window, and the car moved back to the corner. Now, said the man beside him. The car jerked forward. The wheels bumped twice and came to rest against the curb. The man in front got out again and again walked back. When he returned to the car, he was wiping his fingers on his handkerchief. Sta bene, said the driver. Bene. He got back into his seat and slammed the door. As soon as we have reported to headquarters, he said, as the car moved slowly across the tram lines along the main road, I shall drink half a bottle of cognac. This fog gets onto my chest. It was twenty minutes before a child ran screaming to its mother, that there was a man lying bleeding in the street. Chapter 1 First Causes
Nearly ten weeks of this year, 1937, I spent in Italy. It is about those ten weeks that I want to tell you. I must tell you why I went there and why, and more especially how, I left. I said that I must tell you. That must needs explanation. I do not feel so very apologetic about what I did, but I certainly do not feel proud of it. You will probably decide that I behaved very stupidly, and that for what happened to me I had no one to blame but myself. If you do decide that, then I can only agree with you. But my agreement will be politely insincere. I shall feel like asking you what the devil you would have done in my place. I am not, you perceive, an even-tempered person. I am perfectly well aware that, even though I am telling the story, I do not cut a very heroic figure in it, and no man likes to be reminded that he is a nitwit. I would never have attempted to put this down on paper...